Welcome into the BHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a juicy five-star review wherever you get your podcast. I'm Anthony Totri, joined there you are. as always by Sean DePaz. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Shane Diefenbach is, yeah, he is not with us. No, he's not. He's in Indiana. Yeah, he is. Poor bastard. Yeah, he is. I'm allowed to say that, too. Yeah, you are. Uh <laughs> It's the whole show. Let's just yes. back and forth. Yep. Yes, he will. Um, Sean, yes, how's I your will. Tuesday going, man? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah, know, it is. I woke up. You woke up. That's the bar at this point. <laughs> so rough days? What you ah, rough life. I just, you know. Hey, could be worse. ASU can't be a U of A and a Blush every day. Not every day is going to be That's a good true. One. That's true. That is probably the biggest high that I've had in a long time. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to, to, to have good days when everything is worse. You tell me the movie Cocaine Bear didn't get you on that level? No. No. Not Go watch G Rated tomorrow morning. It'll it'll be out eight eight AM. Watch G Rated. Totri, me, Gerald, Saul breaking down the cinematic masterpiece that was <laughs> Cocaine Bear. Um Yeah, need to go see it. Um if um, you do, take OGs first. I am ready for Heroin Pelican to come out. Mm. It's gonna be I a, can't wait for Meth Squirrel. Yeah. Ooh, that wow. One. That Banger. one might go crazy. That one Robert De Niro's in it. <laughs> Shit. Him and Denzel. So have the co-leads. Same. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Do either it's, one it's, of them voice the squirrel or is no. it like Squirrel's vo- voiced by um Give me Eddie Murphy as Met mm. Squirrel. That would go crazy. He did a good donkey. <laughs> he did. He did. Um somehow let's move on to <laughs> AC Sports there for here. Just a little bit. We can get back to Met Squirrel in a little bit. <laughs> Met um, Squirrel goes crazy. But Arizona State. Everything that they want and need is in front of them yep. on Thursday and Saturday, depending on what happens in a couple of days against a number four UCLA. This is a 25 and four opponent, 16 and two in conference, undefeated at home. There is ESPN's given ASU a 7% chance to win this game. Yep, sounds about right. This, if, if you pull off this upset, and we'll get into how they can pull off this upset mm-hmm. in just a little bit. But it goes without saying that if you beat UCLA, I would argue that Arizona State would hold the single best back-to-back single-season upset this year. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to think of another one off the top of my head. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you beat the two best teams in your conference, both of which are top 10 teams. On the road. On the road. That'd be pretty massive, especially considering the uh, importance of those two games. It, yeah. it, it ASU's entire season more or less depends on these two games. Um, so it is. It would be pretty significant. It would be pretty significant, and also I think it would put the whole country on notice because at that point you'd have to assume they would they would uh, be in most people's bracket projections, and you're looking at a team that just beat two of the best teams in the country. As a team that seems like it's a team that you want, you're, you don't want your team playing in, in March Madness. Yeah, absolutely. regardless of how good they actually are, you see a team beat two top ten teams back to back. That seems scary. Um, so yeah, it's it's a pretty big game for a number of reasons. Chris in the chat, happy Friday, guys. Chris, you are from the future. Um, it's not <laughs> Friday yet. It is not even Thursday. It is Tuesday. I'm excited for Friday though. So am I. Um, looking at the way these these two teams have performed as of late, ASU four. They've won four of their last five. Their only loss came to Colorado, that eight-point loss um, a couple weeks back. Since then, they've got wins over Stanford, 
Obviously, the overtime win over Cal, which still hurts to have to put overtime yeah. in that sentence. The loss to Colorado, the big, big win over Utah, and then obviously the buzzer beater dub over Arizona. Big dubs. Looking at the Bruins, they are five of five in their last five. Mm-hmm. They haven't lost. Um, dubs over Oregon, Stanford, Cal, Utah, Colorado. Again, this is a UCLA team that we know is good. Yes. But I'm going to be honest with you. You look at their two toughest opponents that they have played over the last five games. I would argue Utah, which for UCLA, that was only a seven-point win. Yeah. You look at the Oregon game, that was probably their second toughest opponent, and that was on the road against Oregon. That was a seven-point win. They only beat Colorado by four. They beat Stanford by nine. Obviously, they dominated Cal. But you look at the way that this team has performed as of late against teams that are significantly lower in competition today. Yeah. It gives you hope if you're an ASU fan. 100%. And, I mean, you have to put it in context of uh, what they already did against UCLA. It was a 12-point loss. But, I mean, if you watch that game, it was much closer than that for the majority of it. They obviously beat UCLA last year. Um, and, yeah, I mean, it's kind of a common trend between UC- or UCLA and U of A. They're not really they're not blowing teams out in this conference. Um, which, I mean, yeah, if you're an ASU fan, ASU player has to give you a little bit of hope. Um, knowing that, the, I mean, everyone in this conference is is vulnerable. I don't. I, I mean, you just beat a team that, despite the standings, I think everyone, at least prior to the ASU game, was saying that U of A was the best team in the conference. Well, if you can beat them, you can beat this team. Yeah. Um. So, if, and I mean, the reality is, is that UCLA not. I mean, obviously they're playing for their their March Madness seeding, but as far as the conference is concerned, they have nothing to play for. Um. They have locked up the one seed, so. Whether or not they're going to come in completely locked in is a question. ASU obviously is going to come in knowing what is at stake, playing with a lot of confidence. Um, it it definitely seems like I'm not going to sit here and say that ASU should win this game or is going to win this game, but it definitely seems like a game that it seems ripe for an upset. I'll yeah. say that. Daniel in the chat, happy Saturday, guys. God, you guys are just I don't know what's going on. Yeah, apparently, maybe we're off. Maybe we're not in the right day. It's Tuesday, right, Jacob? I just want it's to actually confirm. Sunday. I really struggled with this before the show started. Yeah, I it, couldn't remember if it was Monday or Tuesday. It is too, if it was Monday, we would have a problem. We would have a problem. Like a big, big I problem. I have a big problem. Um, to your point about ASU obviously not being the favorite to win this game, you wouldn't expect them to win this game. Um, and obviously UCLA, quote unquote, has nothing to really play for except pride yeah. at this and point. And again, Mark Madness. Like, there's still obviously a lot on the line for them, but... Not as much as there is for ASU. Exactly, exactly. And this is a UCLA team that's got several vets, right? Yeah. Definitely. I would say for a combined 313 years. More more vets than just about anybody in the Pac-12, specifically when you look at Tiger Campbell and Jaime Hawkins Jr., two guys that have been to the peak of college basketball, right? They've played in their Final Fours. They've played in their Elite, elite Eights. Um, they have been to Pac-12 championship games like they know how to play high level basketball they were a part of the team that lost to asu last season so this is a a group of guys in tiger campbell and jaime hawkins that are definitely going to come out looking um to probably shut down any hope asu has relatively quick you look at the way that ucla plays basketball a lot can be said about the way they score the basketball but they're one of the best defensive teams in the conference they only allow their opponents um to score about 59 points a game which is 
pretty ridiculous yeah. when you think about they it. Are, ASU, we talk about plays ridiculous defense. They, <laughs> they give up 67 points yeah. a game. UCLA is one of it, not the best defensive teams in the country. They are. They average more different. steals. They average more steals. Um, they are a great transition team. Um, and they do so because they've got a lot of veteran guys on that roster. Sean, in your opinion, is there is there any point on the ASU roster or is there any part of the way that ASU plays basketball this season that you think they have the edge in? Oh, man. I mean, if if we've seen good Warren games, if that happens, like if you get a good Warren game, um, I think Warren playing at his peak is probably something that uh, UCLA doesn't necessarily have an answer for. And then obviously, the bench depth. Um, I mean, if you get your whole bench producing, if you get what you got from Jemiah Neal recently, what you got from Alonzo Gaffney recently, if Nunez is back, ASU, I, I'm going to take their bench against a lot of people, a lot of teams in this country, to be honest. So um, there's a couple there, but obviously that the the fact that UCLA has been playing together for so long, they're an older team and they're the fourth ranked team in the country. Um, it, it They have more edges than ASU does, but I do think Warren Washington specifically and then the bench staff are two places that ASU could, could uh, not expose UCLA, but could have a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. Marino in the chat just joined. Nunez going to play Thursday. Uh, so from what I've heard, Bobby Hurley, it sounds like he made a point this morning um, or pretty recently that it looks like Nunez is progressing in the right direction, uh, but his status for Thursday is still TBD. Um, so we'll see, obviously, how that progresses. Regardless, I don't think you want to rush him back. He's got a he had a concussion. You don't want to ever rush a guy back um, with a head injury. And to be honest with you, there is obviously a lot at stake looking past like the UCLA game. And I know the NCAA tournament is what it is, but you want Nunez to be healthy. Yeah. Um, Pactal tournament yeah. for next season. Like you don't want to, you don't want to risk anything. No. Yeah. Um, so we'll see obviously what happens. But to your point about Warren Washington, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how ASU utilizes him in this game. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we've seen times where Warren Washington has some just phenomenal games and then at times he goes quiet and I don't think it's really to any fault of his own I think that is his utilization in the yeah. offense at times. I mean he did say that he needs more confidence in taking some of those mid-range shots which I think when you see him playing really good basketball is part of his game um, but thankfully I don't think confidence is going to be an issue with really anybody on his team coming off of the biggest win of probably all of their careers yeah um, so hopefully Warren's coming into this a lot of confidence and is more willing to let that that mid-range shot or, or you know, top of the, the paint shot fly a little more. Because, like I said, if, when it is, he's dangerous. So we'll see. But I'm excited, man. Warren, the last game that he had against UCLA, only scored nine points. Yeah. Um, so he, he wasn't too heavily involved. I think he only took four shots. Um, he had two assists, seven rebounds. But this is a guy that we know is capable of so much more. Mm-hmm. He in in reality, he's capable of being a twenty and ten guy, um, which I think you might need that performance from him yeah. to take down a team like UCLA. Because we've talked about Tiger Campbell and what he's able to do and what he's able to create. We've talked about Jaime Jaquez, and he quite literally could be the Pac twelve player of the year. Yeah, it um, should be Tabellus, but he's in the conversation. That's for sure. And there is there is talk about him from a national perspective, yeah. just getting a little bit of recognition, right? But a guy that you can't say enough about looking at this UCLA team is Jalen Clark. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, that's what I was waiting to talk about. He, he, he leads the conference in steals, yep. which is something I didn't know. Had 18 um, points last time we played. And he is, he's just a dog, dude. He is. I think Shane made the point. I mean, it was either Shane or Damon or something like that when we were talking the other day. He just always kind of seems to be in the right place and yeah. like make the right decisions. And when you have a team that has the, the, the two headed snake, if you will, of Jaime Hawkins and Tiger Campbell, you can't let a third guy be the one to beat you. Mm-hmm. Like it's got, it's got to be one of those good, those good ones. Um, so I, I to me, that, that's the key right there. You can live with, I mean, it's going to hurt, but you can live with Tiger Campbell, Tiger Campbell taking those mid range floaters and all of that stuff. But if, Jalen Clark, he's getting left in the corner and he's making big threes. ASU is is losing that game. Yeah. He is coming off his third worst shooting percentage game um, of the season. He only shot 27% against Colorado, 3 of 11 from the field. Didn't hit a three-pointer. It was 0 of 3 um, and five fouls. So he this is, again, and I think that's that's a topic that gets brought up specifically when you look at the ASU U of A matchup because you talk about the size of Umar Balo and how he simply just outweighs any of the bigs mm-hmm. on Arizona State, right? Or even Azulis Tubelis. How do you beat a team like that? Well, you get their best guys in foul trouble early, and you make their bench beat you. Or you make somebody else other than yeah. Star beat you. I think that's what you might have to do in this case, right? And I don't think it's going to be Warren to get those guys in foul trouble. I'm looking at a guy like Frankie Collins, yes. who I think at times when ASU played UCLA Earlier in the season, he almost tried to do a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. I think this can be a game for him where he does, he attacks the paint. And we, we know how well he attacks the paint, right? If he can do that, specifically getting a guy like a Jaime Jaquez on a switch, or even just taking it straight up um, with Tiger Campbell or getting Jalen Clark, right? Driving to the paint and really trying yeah. to get those guys in foul trouble early, I think that could be the way that ASU is not only able to hang around in this game, but maybe even build a little bit of a lead early on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because we've seen early on that we don't need, or we see, we know at this point we don't need Frankie playing on the perimeter. We don't need him lighting it up from three to yeah. win. I don't. Did he, he didn't score, did he, in the U of A game, or he didn't have a whole lot of points? I forget exactly what he did in the U of A game, but it wasn't like he was the worst of the starters yeah. um, from a scoring perspective. from a scoring perspective. Yeah, um, which is my point. We don't need him scoring. Um, but if we need him, if we can get him to drive, it's something we've been asking for all year. If we can get him to drive into the paint and either finish at the basket, which he's good at getting to the basket, not necessarily at finishing, so we can improve that, or just getting the defense to collapse so he can kick it out to whoever is open. Because, I mean, even Dev, if you give him open shots, he's probably going to make them. Um, if we can get that, I, I think um, it is a recipe for success. Um, and, I mean, Marino in the chat mentioned Gaffney. Like, it Again, if 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 you can get in a situation where Frankie is collapsing the defense in the paint and you're kicking it out to to Alonzo for open threes in the corner, like I'm fine with him taking those shots. I'm fine with Gaffney taking open shots. Um, so I do think I do think Frankie, and uh, and if Frankie can produce offensively, and and I'm not expecting him to match Tiger Campbell's production, but you know, answer a few times, I'll, I'll take that every time. Yeah, Frankie Collins. The last time these two teams played. Um, he was in the game, played 30 minutes, shot 66% of the field, didn't take a whole lot of shots. That's why his field goal percentage was so high. Scored six points, had those four turnovers, which obviously ended up being costly turnovers. I think when you look at this was a close game, and eventually UCLA pulled away in the second half. Yeah. I think you can look back, and a couple of those turnovers were on Frankie. <laughs> Forget ASU was leading at five in the at half of that game. Yeah. Uh, Frankie did shoot 100% from behind the arc in this game. Um, I mean, I'll take it. We don't need it, but I'll take it. I, I will take a zero point 
eight assist game where he gets Jaime Jaquez to have three fouls. Yeah. I will take yeah. that any day. If of you're the getting week. Jaime Jaquez to play less minutes than he should, um, you're, you've done something right. So before, before we move on to, to baseball and softball, if there is one player on this UCLA roster that you are Bobby Hurley and you are targeting a player to try and get in or on switches and getting him in foul trouble early, who is it? Oh, it's it's Jaime. I mean, it's got to be you got to take their best player, and I think it's Jaime Hawkins. Um, yeah, I, 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 if you can find a way to shut him down, then you're gonna. You're, I, I, I'm taking ASU every time. It's a big ask, but if I remember correctly, he only had, yeah he only had nine points. Like he went four for twelve. So they they, they figured it out last time. Because the reality is, is ASU I think was the better team yeah. the last time they played UCLA. They just fell apart at the end. Um, which obviously is what matters most, but um, they did a good job at, at keeping Jaime Hawkins from scoring a whole lot. Like I said, he was, he was wildly inefficient in this game. Um, if you can do that, you are going to win most of the time. Yeah. Um, obviously, like I said, it didn't work out the last time, but I, I think, especially with coming off of a win like they did, a, coming off of the U of A win where they did have to play good basketball late, and they did, um, then it, it I'll take that. Singleton... Yeah, I forgot about that. I, I, I was confusing him with Jalen. I was confusing his performance with Jalen Clark a little bit. Um, Singleton, he had a stupid crazy. game. He went. He was on four for six from three. Had twenty one points. That cannot happen. That's what I was talking about um, with Jalen Clark. You cannot because he was the one that in a lot of situations was just having uncontested threes. And for a team that prides itself on his defense, that cannot happen. You cannot be letting. You cannot let this team light you up from behind the arc. Um, because if that happens, you're definitely not beating them, especially with how good of defense they, this team plays. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there just can't be a defensive lapses like there were, especially late in that last game, um, that allowed a guy like Singleton to drop 21 points. That cannot happen. Yeah. Marino in the chat, in the chat. do you guys want Bobby gone? I personally love him. I think he's been able to recruit at a very high level, bring incredible juice. Seems like a total player coach. Um, no, I don't want Bobby gone. I've never wanted Bobby yeah. gone. Uh, I think... At a certain point, you want Arizona State to be a different kind of program. You want them to be at the peak, and you want them to be dominant, right? But I don't at any point, I haven't wanted Bobby Hurley as the person to like leave this program. Does that make sense? Yeah. I just want the co- I, I want the program to have a different identity. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Hundred percent. Like I, I love Bobby. Um, and it obviously there's there's only so much you can do. I mean, like if you don't win, like obviously the point is to win championships, whether that's past twelve championships or national championships. Like yeah, a coach is never really going to get judged on their inability to win a yeah. national championship. Like it's pretty hard to do. Jim Beheim has coached for fifty years and has won. Um, but you have to at least you know get to the tournament. Um, any of this stuff. Um, Make deep runs of the path of the tournament. Bobby hasn't been able to do that. Um, so obviously that can only last so long. But if if Bobby can do that this year, like I think the win over U of A gave him at least another year. Um, so he's not he's not going to be gone this year. But I, yeah, you don't want Bobby gone. You just want the team to start winning and make tournament runs. And if yeah. Bobby's not the guy, that, if you can get Bobby to do that, you can put Bobby in a position to do that. That's the preferred situation. Um, but if not, then you got to move on. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, before we transition over to ASU baseball and softball, I want to tell you guys about Bad Birdie. Sean, it might be a Bad Birdie game. We might have to bring it out. 
Thursday. Yeah, we might have for to. That UC- it's been a minute since we've rocked the Bad Birdie on an ASU game day. I feel like we might have to do it, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got six new polos, three new quarter zips, Damn. two Damn. new hats. Damn. Bad Birdie getting all that new, comfy, affordable merch. Guys, to make it even more affo- affordable, use code PHNX. BB15 for 15% off your next order at badbirdiegolf.com. I'm going to have to get some t-shirts because they got, they got like, I know people think golf and they just think polos and dress pants, but um, they have like hoodies and shirts and stuff like that. And if they're as comfortable as their polos, I might start living in them. Motherfuckers. So Bad Birdie goes crazy. Bad Birdie, get it on you. Um, and OGs, get it in you. We were talking about Cocaine Bear earlier. Um, OGs are so good that that made it made that movie watchable, tolerable. Um, yeah, not good. Uh, OGs aren't God, um, <laughs> but they're they'll make you see God. Ask him. Uh, <laughs> you take enough of them. <laughs> you take enough of them. But <laughs> be responsible. Um, they have things for everybody. If you're not trying to see God, you can take a little microdose. Um, and re- recently, they launched their new strawberries and cream happy balance gummies. Um, you can get them right now. At your local dispensary, um, strawberries and cream on its face sounds delicious, but then you get the one-to-one uh, THC to CBD ratio, so you get the positive effects of both. Sounds like an absolute dream, unlike the fever dream that was cocaine bear. Um, but check them out. Like I said, they're on the shelves now, so you can get them at your local dispensary or by checking out OGsBrands.com. But as always, you must be 21 or older to enjoy. We got some PHNX Cardinals viewers well you were talking about indiana how much Wi-Fi, you hate indiana. Just, yeah. hey, wi-fi went look, on them i don't I know what to tell you man indiana, indiana for you sucks wi-fi for it apparently sucks too why don't they host the combine like here the weather is perfect here well it's every, not, let's it, just host everything in arizona i'll say it or vegas it's been done in the dome that they have i know but they still gotta be in I, and i know a lot of people love like the combine people love indiana like i get that the whole i don't I get why they love indiana well they indiana, love indianapolis look at me look at me chat Indiana, the state of it, sucks ass. It's yeah. awful. Every it. part of Indiana sucks. But Every part. Indianapolis, South Bend, um, Evansville, all of it. It's all garbage. It's cold. It's miserable. And it sucks. The but, Wi-Fi clearly sucks. Yeah, well, that, yeah, that's clear. I, all I'll say is, you know, you get enough people that you like anywhere, and you can enjoy it. Um, and so you get the whole football world descending on Indianapolis and really on Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, you know, I could see it being fun, but it doesn't change the fact that their Wi-Fi is dog shit. So welcome while you're here. If you're still here, come back tomorrow. Do this five times a week. And the next day. And the next day. We do it five times a week. Hang out with us. We're, we're really fun. We are fun. We're, we're fun guys. We're fun guys. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha. No. Ha ha ha. Like The Last of Us? And yeah, I haven't seen The Last of Us. Don't spoil anything. Um, I would also say we're cuter than Bo and Johnny. Absolutely. Are you Bo or are you Johnny? I feel like I'm Bo. I feel like I'm Johnny. Yeah. Obvious reasons. Bo's black. Um, <laughs> what are we talking about? Baseball? <laughs> what, are we, what are we talking about? They play yeah. North Dakota State tomorrow? <laughs> We're talking uh, ASU <laughs> baseball now, baby. Let's get into it. They got North Dakota State um, tomorrow, which is Wednesday. The game was moved up to 12.30 p.m. So just if you're going out to that game or if you bought tickets prior thinking that there would be a later first pitch, it is now 12.30. Those tickets will still scan. They've been adjusted, so you're good to go. Um, North Dakota State, bad team. They are 1-7. Arizona State, Not great. 
should I don't want to say back on track because they lost a series to Mississippi State that they were expected to lose. They got pummeled. They did. They didn't they just did. lose. They got pummeled. They I mean, did. the second but they game won they a game. Pummeled. They they, des- they destroyed Mississippi State the first time. Yes, they did. Right. The second game was much closer. They had a rough fourth inning. Christian Curtis specifically, the bullpen pitched surprisingly well in that game, in my personal opinion. Um, so you lose that game in Starksville. It's expected. Obviously, that third game got out of hand at a certain point. Position players were pitching for ASU, um, so you knew it was out of out of reach at that point. Timmy Manning had had himself a rough day. Look, Ross Dunn did great in Game One. Obviously, Arizona State the bats came to play in Starksville Night One. Yeah, ASU got a massive dub. They were talking on the broadcast about why there isn't why the the mercy rule wasn't in effect or something like that. Uh, game Two, Christian Curtis, like I said, rough fourth inning. You know he's capable of so much more, and he'd probably be the first one to tell you he's yeah. capable of so much more. And it wasn't really a bad game. It was just a fourth inning that really got out of hand, um, and it kind of spiraled out of control. They could never, the bats never really got going to bring yeah. it back in the game. Um, and then Timmy Manning, like we said, just it, it was an uncharacteristic game from him um, in game three there. So you look at what is on deck for Arizona State. We talked about North Dakota State tomorrow. You've also got a three-game home series this weekend against UC Irvine. They're a team that is significantly better. Right? Yeah. They are 6-1 and one overall. I think, looking at these next four games, I think Arizona State, I don't want to say easily, but they could certainly go 4-0. I think they could go 4-0. I think it's possible. Um, I mean, you look at... You look at um just the power index and where these two teams are ranked pretty close. UC Irvine, I believe, is 83. Arizona State is in the 90s. Um, so this is, this, is a, this is a really good test, but it's a manageable test. Um, I, I think it's a pretty good you know, barometer of, of where you are at this point of the season. Um, it, it, 4-0 would be tough, um, especially this early in the season with so many new pieces. I don't necessarily foresee that coming. I mean, you, got, you have to beat North Dakota State like move on past that. Um, we talk about it a lot. You beat the teams you're supposed to beat. Um, but like I said, UC Irvine is a, is, is a, is a, is a challenge. It's a test. Um, so I, I think they can win too. I, I think, um, and then obviously the North Dakota state game. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I think they can go three, three for four. Um, I mean, we've seen already this year that they, they have bats, they have pitchers that can perform well. Um, and when you put it all together, you get what you got in that first Mississippi State game, which is an ass kicking mm-hmm. um, in favor of the Sun Devils. Um, and I think they're capable of doing that. You know, bats are bats are bats. The, 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 we knew that the bats weren't really the problem with this team. Um, so they're capable of, of beating good teams. Yeah. I, I think they I think they can take two on UC Irvine. Marino, just two words in the chat. Wyatt Crenshaw. Yeah, he is having an absolute ridiculous start to the season. Um, obviously if he keeps that up offensively, then you get, you got to figure that his name should be in the conversation at the end of the year in terms of Pac-12 player of the year. Um, looking at Arizona state where they currently sit in the Pac-12 standings, it's still really, really early on, but right now they are in a four way tie for fourth place. So Washington state sits atop the conference at seven and one Cal the first time that Cal has been atop the conference in just about anything as it's related to a revenue sport. Mm is six and one they are tied with oregon state for second in conference um and then like i said arizona state at five and two stanford five and two which is kind of surprising considering stanford is supposed to be 
a top five team in the nation. They're supposed to yeah. be atop the conference. UCLA also at five and two. Washington at five and two. This one's surprising. <laughs> the University down south at four and three. Oregon four and three. Utah four and four. And then I can't remember a time where I've seen a tie in baseball, but I guess that's what happened with USC in their last game. They tied 12 12, and they are 3 3 and 1 on the season. I think the game got too late. I don't even my know. Guess. I don't really. Jacob, did you know you could tie in baseball? The only thing that I th- could have been weather. Mm. Mm. That does make. I mean, they played. Where did they play? At Auburn, it looks like. Alabama, yeah. Close the series with 12-12 tie. Yeah. Um, with the game ending after nine innings due to travel restrictions. It was probably like an airport thing. Because I know there's certain teams. I forget. There's a team in the NHL where like games, you have to take off by a certain time. Or else the airport closes. Um, so if they got a 12 game that went like extras, there's, there's probably a chance something like that happened. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, Sean. Yes. You mentioned you think this team goes three and one. Yes. Out of the three pitchers mm-hmm. that we, the three-headed monster that is Arizona State's pitching staff, Christian Curtis, Ross Dunn, Timmy Manning. Ross Dunn has obviously had the strongest start to mm-hmm. the season, not to put anything uh, too negative on Christian Curtis, Timmy Manning. It's just a bad, sometimes you have bad games or a bad day, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who do you want to see have the best week individually? Ooh. Um... Um, that's tough. I mean, you'd like to see Christian Curtis bounce back from having really the one the one bad inning. Um, you know, he's your second guy. Like, yeah, I'm always gonna want the best players to play the best, if that makes sense. Yeah, so, yeah. um, the guy that's higher up in the rotation, I think, is a little more important. Um, but it, it's really just like. The two guys that did not pitch well, you want them to kind of have that confidence restored. So um, if, if you can get a big game from either one of those two, I think that serves you. That gets that goes a long way. Um, so specifically, Christian Curtis, I would I would like to have him, you know, have a little bit of mouth back. Yeah, I'm gonna go with you. I think Christian Curtis. Not necessarily. Again, I don't think any of these guys or the team in general needs to quote unquote bounce back. Yeah, I think yeah, they yeah. lost a series that they were expected to lose. Exactly, yeah. Obviously, that third game I think is gonna get a little skewed. I think if they lose the series in Arizona State wins that third game the way they won the first game, then I think it's a different conversation, right? You're not talking about this team bouncing back. You're talking about this team carrying forward what they did on game three, um, which, again, it was game one when they absolutely dominated Mississippi State. So Mm -hmm. I do agree with you. I want to see Christian Curtis bounce back from that one rough inning because other than that, he has played pretty lights out this season. Timmy Manning, again, an uncharacteristic game three. It happens to the best of us. Um, I have no concern that any of these guys will return to form um, this week. Again, specifically looking at that UC Irvine series. I am against you in the fact that I think Arizona State goes 4-0. Um, I think the fact that they're they're back home, Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Muni. Wow, I combined them. Puny, Puny, Phoenix. Puny. Uh, I think is is going to bode well for this team. Again, they haven't lost at home so far this season. I know it's a small sample size, but I think this team goes 4-0. Uh, Jacob, you're a baseball snob. What do you think? John's also a baseball snob. I am a little bit of a baseball snob. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched enough of the team to be able to tell you definitively, but typically early in the season for baseball like this, like I wouldn't be surprised if they get a sweep over Irvine at home. Like mm. teams are still trying to feel their way yeah. out. And it's really, really early in a collegiate baseball season that's so up and down yeah. that it's so hard to predict. But I was definitely disappointed 
when I looked up and saw the scores from the Mississippi, the last two Mississippi State games after seeing the first one. Yeah, yeah. I definitely was disappointed at seeing that because what has plagued this team for years is pitching. And to go through and see them give up just a boatload of runs, mm-hmm. that doesn't bode well for me. Yeah. yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, you talk about the collegiate baseball season, how it's so up and down. Sometimes it's hit or miss, guys. Something that's not hit or miss and it's going to hit a home run every single time for you guys is Burrito Express. They got Fact. locations all over the valley. It tastes incredible. It does. I haven't had a... Oh, okay. So look, it is... It's that time of year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Where it's like, you're getting ready for for the pool, you're getting ready for the Mm. beach. Look, Burrito Express is unlike a traditional breakfast burrito. Mm. It's not going to leave you super bloated. It is not going to leave you extra full. It's it's not like greasy. Perfect amount. And their ingredients are fresh and they're tasty. You can watch them crack the eggs right in front of your face. You literally can. Or just get some steak. No egg. I know Leah, she goes for the steak and salsa. No egg. I don't necessarily agree with it. I don't know. I like egg. I like like bacon. I like it all. Burrito Express. Whatever the hell you want, they're going to hook you guys up. Mm -hmm. And if you didn't know, they've got themselves two new NIL athletes. In football player Elijah Badger and softball star Jazz Hill. They're going to receive support and cash clothes. And of course, burritos, guys. So just know, when you guys support Burrito Express, you guys are actually supporting local Arizona State athletes as mm. well you're doing express get it in you get it in your pockets get it in your pocket mm. or your cup holders or your cup holders. um well actually now nah, you need to you need to save the cup holders well you need you need you need tell me you, tell me how you're gonna you need to save the cup holders for four peaks cup holders and what your more furniture recliners there you go there you go i was waiting to see where you were going with the cup holders <laughs> or you could park your car and drink just don't drive after like I, well then why well, i just tailgate it carry on tailgate carry on Say you're going to, uh, you know, say you're going to Club Farrington or Phoenix Muni. Game time? Uh, duh. Um, pull up the car. Yeah. You, you need the cup holder still. Do not drink and drive. I'm not foolish. And don't don't be foolish. Drink responsibly. Uh, but if you're going to drink responsibly, drink Four Peaks. Um, and our friends at Four Peaks are going to be out at the M3F Festival um, on March 3rd and 4th. So you can grab your tickets at M3FFest.com and enjoy a Wow Wheat beer while you're here. Um, wow Wheat. The best beer of all time? Best beer since... I, I just BC. Best beer since BC. Zero BC. Mm, yeah, I guess I can't... I, can't I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what kind of that. beer the Romans were sipping on, but yeah. um, for the modern man or woman, I was going to say or child, but definitely not children. <laughs> um, Good safe. <laughs> get drinks from Four Peaks. The M3 uh, Festival, I talked about this the other day, kind of crazy. Well, when Maggie I saw Rogers that, and Jamie XX. I thought that said Jamie Foxx for a second. Dude, that'd be crazy. If Jamie Foxx was performing. Mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx, low-key, great singer. Great voice. Yeah. Oh, dude. She take my money when and I'm, I'm in need. need. Yeah, she's a trifling friend, friend indeed. indeed. Yeah, yeah, she's a gold digger. Way, way over time. That, that digs on me. me. But honestly, this music festival has quite the lineup. So check them out m3ffest.com. But as always, remember you must be 21 or older to enjoy Four Peaks and enjoy it responsibly. Absolutely. We're talking Um, Mac Jones now. uh, Before we do that, want to let everybody know that ASU Softball, number 23 in the nation. Damn straight. By the, I want to say, US 
USA Today and the coaches poll. Gang. So I tweeted it out. Michael Jordan, AC softball. Number 23. Mm. Things you love to see. So congratulations. LeBron James. To them. The At GOAT. Certain points of his career. Yeah. You could just put the GOAT, honestly. True. Um, but yes, let's get into Mac Jones. I know you're going to have something to say about I don't even this. know what we're talking about yet, so, but fuck so Mac look, Jones, to be honest. There's a report that Patriots coaches were instructed not to be too hard <laughs> on quarterback Mac Jones in an effort to protect him from being too critical of himself. Okay, there was an issue in 2021 with Jones struggling after getting yelled at. Okay, what do you oh, think? wait. Let me read it. Go ahead, read it again. Patriots coaches were instructed not to be too hard on quarterback Michael McCorkle Jones in an effort to protect him from being too critical on himself. Oh, what? He's an NFL quarterback. What are we doing? What are we doing? Fucking, where, where was, okay, first off, where was this when Brian Flores was making uh, Tua Tungavailoa look himself in the mirror and ask himself if he was good? Um, where was that then? Um, bro, what are we doing here? Mac Jones, you big baby. Okay, first off, does it make you feel better true, though that he's in your division? If this, I mean, I already felt good because that bro, that dude is bad at football by a lot. by standards he's of bad. an NFL quarterback. He's, no, he's, bad. he's, he's bad, bad at football. He's better than me. I get it. I've also never been arrested. Um, <laughs> yeah. What does that have to do with it? Was he arrested? Yeah, he was. He was arrested for like DUI or something crazy like that, wasn't he? Hold on, Matt let me. Jones? No, I might be mixing him up with another. With Baker? Are you mixing him up with Baker? <sighs> Maybe. I think you are. I don't think Mac Jones was ever arrested. No, he was arrested Friday morning driving under the influence. I knew what I was talking about. When? This past Friday? Nah, no, no, no. This was in 2007. It's while he was still in college. Oh, okay. um, 2017. God, he looks uh, like an asshole. Yeah, he is. Fuck this guy. McCor- His name's McCorkle. It's McCorkle. McCorkle Jones, what are we talking about? You big baby? Yeah, that's tough. Fuck this guy. That's yeah, no, I mean, that's crazy. Could you imagine... Like, and I get we're in a new era of, of sports, and you can't you can't yell at guys the way you used to. But shit, you don't got to baby them, especially your quarterback. How do you think? What kind of impression did that leave on the rest of your sorry ass team up in Boston? Yeah, like I feel like, well, and that's another thing, right? Is like Boston sports are no joke. That, yeah, Boston is not the city to be babied in. No, not at all. It don't work like that, my G. Like you lose games, which and you're going to a city, right? He's only been the quarterback there for a little bit, but you're going to a city that is accustomed to winning. They're not a losing franchise in in any way, right? No. You look at the Celtics. You look at who's their hockey team? The Bruins. Yes, they're really good, right? Are they not? They're the best team in hockey. Okay, yeah. there you go. Like this is not a city. It's, where it's, you a, can it's lose. a city of champions. And if, if they, you lose, they're gonna let you know that you're shit. And they will. Unlike Philly, they're not gonna set everything on fire. They're just gonna cuss at you a lot. Right, and yell at you and make you feel like shit. They so, are not kind-hearted people. I'm not Boston. saying the coaches should make him feel like shit, but like, why are you coaching him any different than well, you're coaching? Yeah, you don't have to else. make the kid feel like shit, but you can't baby him. Like, there's a job to do. Like, you got to paid money, bro. A, a lot of money. A lot of it. Probably more than damn near anybody else in the team. Is he still on his rookie deal? Yeah. Yeah. So not that much. Mac Jones, early favorite to not get uh, an extension with the Patriots. You think? Shit. I, I'm telling you, dude. I wouldn't. Why I'm telling you, you right now. He's, Mark not, my he's words. not a winner. He's not a winner. The, Alabama quarterback. Stop. The NFL season starts, or the for the first day of the new league year is March 15th. I am saying this now. Tuesday, February 28th. Aaron Rodgers will be a New England Patriot. Stop it. 
I'll DeAndre Hopkins cry myself to sleep for a will week. also be a, be a New England Patriot. Stop it. You're going to have... Jordan Poyer is going to be a Miami Dolphin. I'm going to cry myself to sleep every <laughs> single night. <laughs> I think that is a... Who is, my, who is my defensive quarter going to be? Or coordinator going to be? Leslie know. Frazier just deciding... After all, the coordinators have been hired. He's ah, pretty. He's nah. pretty old, though. Yeah, fuck. I don't give a shit. Decide you're gonna take off when there's still coordinators on the board. When Brian Flores is still available. What are we talking about? Unlucky. Unlucky. Come on now. Leslie Frazier not a dog? Question mark. He he's been a dog. He should have a head coaching job because he's been good. He's been really really good as a defensive coordinator. He wasn't one. a good head coach though for the Vikings. He was not. But unlike Vance Joseph, he wasn't a good head coach, but he was a good coordinator. Yeah, that's fair. And if Vance Joseph can get another shot. Or I guess he didn't get another shot as head coach, but not yet. Um, not yet. Leslie well, deserves it. I'm here for it. I'm sad. Guys, a bunch of dogs. Bark, bark. Use the Underdog Fantasy app. True. Just like you guys should be. It's easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with promo code PHNX and Underdog is going to match your first deposit up to 100 bones. The exchange rate, one bone, one dollar. True. NBA, it's been back. Guys, there's a big slate tonight. There's a lot going on. If you want to maybe put a little money on Kevin Durant's hire mm-hmm. for Wednesday when the Suns mm-hmm. play the Hornets. Also, um, no DeAndre Ayton hires. Yes, Lamal Ball. The Ball brothers down. We went from having two in the league to having none all of a sudden. Uh, Both Ball brothers shut down for the year. That's so tragic. Kind of well, I guess all three shut down for the year. But you know, the other one, you, you kind of got to get turned on to get shut down. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely. Um, guys, Underdog Fantasy, again, they're going to match your first deposit up to $100. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can spend that money on some pizza. Mount Schmikes. Not just any pizza. But yeah, you know that. that. Mike Day Mountain. Mountain Mike Day Mountain. Um, Mike himself was in the office earlier. He's dope dude. And he makes dope pizza with dope wings, dog. Uh, you know, it's the pizza's good. Don't get me wrong. But... You know, I always say there's no such thing as bad pizza, really, you know? But there is a such thing as bad wings. Not there finding is those. bad pizza. It's called Papa John's. Mm, I I mean... Just carry on. I don't want to get it. I don't want to get it. I like Papa John's. What are you talking about? Okay. I, I like pizza, though. I like all pizza. I can't eat pizza. But I am a wing snob. I don't eat wings if they're bad. And I love Mountain Mike's They wings. do have great wings, and the, I'll be honest. Like, I am... You can't find great wings in a lot I of places am, out here. I am lactose intolerant. Welcome to the show. I'm lactose intolerant. Um, I made the mistake of eating pizza mm. a couple days ago. Mm. My stomach has is still hurting because of it. Um, but the good thing about being go to the doctor. <laughs> I'm not going to the doctor for it. I know what's wrong. Um, but the the dope thing about Mountain Mike's, unlike like a Papa John's mm. or even like a Barros, is I can't eat that pizza. But their wings suck too. Yeah. So what's the point of eating going? For Mountain Mike's, I can't eat the pizza because my tummy will hurt, mm-hmm. but I can eat all the wings. Mm-hmm. And the wings, chef's kiss. Can confirm. Um, I also believe they have, you know, a little, uh, you know, a little lunch buffet. So that's mm-hmm. perfect for someone like you. You can do a pick what you can eat and what you can't. Um, they've got it all. They've got locations in Mesa, Chandler, if any of our friends from down south are with us. They have a, a location in Tucson as well. So check them out. Um and as always, thank you, Mountain Mike's, for providing us pizza in the office. We thank do genuinely appreciate it. Um, so head over to mountainmikespizza.com or to one of their various locations and place your next order. And reminder that new diehards get a $50 voucher Damn. upon signing up. $50? That's, a, that's a lot of pizza, that's a dog. Lot of pizza. Or a lot of wings. Or a lot of wings. Just saying. You, can, you know, you can have a little, little get-together, a little shindig. You need the food. 
Mountain Mike's. Become a diehard. You get that covered for you. That's what we do. Mountain Mike's. Get, get it in you. Or in your pockets. Or, or your, your cup holder. Or your cup holder. Yeah. Whatever you need, guys. Uh, that's going to do it for us today. I said we were going <laughs> to, before the show, I'm like, yeah, let's, let's we'll have a quick show. That literally <laughs> never. It's impossible. <laughs> I'm it's, sorry. I, I, I think that. It's not on me, though, right? Like, I feel like it's no, not on me. No, 100%. It, well, I mean, it's your fault it's for saying we were going to have a quick show. Yeah, because anytime we have a quick show, it is a minimum of 45 minutes. <sighs> well, that's what I'm saying. If we want to have a 30-minute show, we've got to aim for 15. Well, look, guys, we are not going to have a 30-minute show tomorrow. It's going to be true. extra long because we got ourselves the best. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The best tight end in the Pac-12 Ooh. joining us in studio, Corn himself, Jalen Conyers, ASU football Certified star. pass catcher. Certified dog. Certified well. corn. He's going to certified corn. He is going to be in studio tomorrow. Join us. Uh, so definitely stay locked in tomorrow. How much do you think he got that... that Fucking corn. It's corn. Sounds probably to him by his teammates and stuff. Like I, we have to. Cool, I can't, ask him. I'm, yeah, 100 percent gonna ask him. I cannot wait to talk to him. We're gonna get a whole show with him. He's replacing Shane. Let's just get that. Never sound. coming Can we back. get that sound on the soundboard? Is wait. that possible? A big lump with knobs. Oh, yeah, it has the juice. It yeah. has the juice. Can we get that like on the soundboard? Maybe potentially. Yeah. Potentially. Okay. Regardless, guys, join us tomorrow at 2 p.m. because it's gonna be fun. We are. We're lagging out. It looked like we were like, yeah, it for a we were for a little bit. <laughs> uh, give us a follow at phnx underscore sun devils. You can follow me at anthony underscore toe tree. You can follow the man with shitty Wi Fi, shittier Wi Fi in the state of Indiana yeah. at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean to pause at Sean underscore to pause. Putting pizza on my cup holder as always. We will see you guys tomorrow. But for now, peace.